Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Wednesday on this show, I'll be sharing research, conducting interviews, and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes every Sunday for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth hensley or check out the show notes of each episode. Hi guys, and welcome to episode 61 of the Restoring Rapport podcast. Super excited for the content we've got planned out for you guys today. As always, this is a show about keeping marriage and family central as a goal for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many, many, many distractions. Today I'm going to be reviewing a YouTube video entitled Four of the Biggest Problems with Modern Dating and How to Fix Them. And I'm super excited for um, this video because last time I did this, actually the past two times I've done this, it has been so fun. Uh, I have had tremendous fun making these videos. Um, there's nothing quite like uh, reacting to the dating advice that's all over the internet. Uh, it's entertaining. Sometimes you find these gems that are really good. Other times you find advice that's like the worst advice you've ever heard, and it's just good to laugh at it. And um, it, it, anything you find is just fun to react to. So today I'm going to be reacting to this video for you guys. I it, My gut instinct, based on what they, I know about this person, is that it's going to be pretty good. I don't think this is actually from this video. I don't think this person is a Christian, so this is not going to be Christian-specific dating advice. For the Christian-specific dating advice video that I've done in the past, check out the last free episode that we did, episode 59, I believe it was. And it was super fun there. I reacted to some Christian dating advice. Today, I'm going to react to some secular dating advice um, that I would say is actually there's, well, first of all, there's, there's kind of two branches of secular dating advice that I see. And one of them is, uh, the dating advice of how to just have the most fun. And the other is actually how to, is actually the dating advice, um, that is targeted for people actually looking to get married, even if it's not from a Christian perspective. So I'm super excited for this video. I'd say if I had to guess, this will be the second, this will be the latter option. This will be for the people who are trying to looking to get married. Um, based on what I know about this person. Again, this video is four of the biggest problems with modern dating and how to fix them. And the, the creator of it is named Courtney Ryan. She is a men's fashion, lifestyle, and dating consultant. I will include the link to this video in the show notes for you guys to check it out if you are interested. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. <clears throat> Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, I'm Courtney Ryan, 
and today I'm going to be talking about modern dating and some of the challenges that I think are coming along with it because let's be honest, there's a ton of them. So when I started my channel, I was very aware of some of the challenges that I think men deal with and I think it's become even more apparent to me the longer that I'm on YouTube, the more content that I'm consuming, the more videos that I'm posting out, the more I'm interacting with all of you. You just kind of get a whole new perspective and understand that, okay, I know why dating was hard for myself and women in general, but now I can understand the flip side and why it's hard for men. And having this platform and interacting with all of you has helped me tremendously to be able to see both sides of the problem, to be able to understand that men and women need to be taking accountability and stop pointing fingers at each other. So today specifically... So far, I like top notch to the way she's setting this video up. Love that she's talking about it not being either men or women's fault that the modern dating landscape is the way it is today. Uh, she seems to be taking a really unbiased approach. Um, I love what she said so far. Let's see what she actually addresses. My channel is obviously for men, so this video is going to be some of the challenges that I think you men are dealing with, and if you guys would like to see it, or gals, I will make a video for maybe some problems that modern women are facing, because I think they're very different on both sides. If you guys want to see it, I can make an entire video of the challenges that women are dealing with as well, because I do think they're very different than the challenges that men have. So. I just really think it's important to be able to be objective and to be able to see both sides of things. So again, today I'm going to be going over some of the biggest challenges of modern dating and why I think it's even harder for you guys now than it ever has been before. Number one, we have unrealistic expectations. This is something that social media has continued to increase in our everyday lives. You constantly see this specific lifestyle on social media, this idea of perfection, these luxury lifestyles, designer bags, designer clothes, designer shoes, luxury cars, amazing apartments and houses. And when you're bombarded with all of this content, it makes it seem like anything less than that just sucks. I've seen... This is definitely true. And I'm and she's actually one of the few people that I've actually seen address this in the in a, in a large platform. She has a huge following, so I'm glad to see somebody addressing this issue. It's, it really goes back to the issue that, to the episode that we did a long time, not a long time ago, several, several episodes ago on, um, the paradox of choice. And it's kind of a similar issue to that in that when you have so many options and when you have access to such blown out of proportion perfection and people presenting themselves online in these completely unattainable ways, uh, both visually and as to what they have, their their belongings, their accomplishments. There's just so much there that they're advertising themselves for that it, it's basically our standards have been raised way higher than I believe is actually reasonable uh, because of our, our the way we present ourselves on social media. So for both men and women now, we, our standards have been raising to incredibly high levels. For girls, I think they they now feel they're struggling with like feeling inadequate based on just the the amount of tendered, pampered, powdered perfection uh, made up, you know, presentations of these other girls that they're seeing online and they're feeling like they don't measure up to some bar. And for guys, they're being advertised that as the standard, as the norm. Uh, but even through not even social media, think about porn. Porn is uh, totally shaped the way men shape the way men view it, what they should be attracted to, basically. 
it's kind of created this unhealthy expectation of what sexuality is. It's created an unhealthy standard for beauty. It's created an unhealthy standard for what sh uh, men should be attracted to. And um, the same thing has happened with social media for both men and women. So I'm glad she's addressing this. Let's keep going, though. So many people post like their biggest fear in life is living an average life. But at this point, what is average? Average is not what everyone is making it seem to be. Average is good. So I do think... Dang, I just love that she said that there. That's something I'm not, I, so far I am really liking this video. <laughs> like this is super, super good. Um, a lot of times what is actually good and healthy in today's culture is considered mundane and average. And I get what you mean by not being average in the sense of not being, not matching your personality to everyone else's. But at the same time, it's like there is nothing shameful about pursuing a life of that was it was at one time in human history considered standard, which would be maybe you're pursuing the goal of a nuclear family, a healthy nuclear family, a healthy marriage. Those are great goals that are not standard anymore, but they're definitely something that you should pursue. And a lot of people think they're average, average when in reality they're actually not. They're something very important. They're universal um, need uh, for humanity to function in the best way possible. So let's keep going. I love that she says that here, provides that clarification that social media has contributed to this very unrealistic expectation for a lot of women, I think more specifically than men, but even men deal with this as well, with like the work hustle grind culture, being an entrepreneur. I think a lot of times the highlight reels are what is displayed on social media and maybe not necessarily the hardships. So I do think it's really unrealistic to only see the positives in life and to think that that is what life should be like all the time. And that leads to unrealistic expectations for everyone with the way that your job should be. People think that you should not have to work hard in order to get to where you want to be in life. And I'm sorry, but that's just not the case. And I think that social media and this like glorifying entrepreneurship and being a business owner and OnlyFans and all these different things have contributed to this very unrealistic expectation. So again, there's unrealistic expectations everywhere now with the way that your job should be, what your relationship should be, women viewing what the perfect man should be, men viewing what the perfect woman should be like. And I hate to break it to you, but there's no such thing as perfect. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. And I was on TikTok, and normally when I get on TikTok these days, it really is just to look for content. And I found this video, and it's posted by someone, not Kevin Samuels, um, but it's Kevin Samuels interviewing this woman uh, on like a FaceTime video or something along those lines. And when I tell you that I watched this video and I thought that it was made up, because this girl's answers are so ridiculous. So I'm going to play it for you. Uh, let me know in the comments below what you think. Of course, credit to Kevin Samuels. I did not take this from him. I got it from this other account. It came up in my For You page on TikTok. So, of course, we'll leave the original video down below for all of you guys. But I could not believe this when I watched it. And I think it just does such a good job explaining and showing you guys that there is just such an unrealistic expectation nowadays. So, let's watch it. You married? No. Do you want to be married? Yes, I do. Do you want children? Yes, I do. Do you think your husband will be a, a musician, an actor, or an athlete? Yes, I absolutely do. What? Yeah, I I know for a fact. Mm -hmm. That's the man that I'd be with. So. How old are you? I'm 30. No. Yes. He's so Those funny. are the kind of men I attract. I'd be around. My resume kind of speaks for itself. <laughs> of, of, of dicks? Yeah. 
Uh yeah, you do too. Like yeah, um, your 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 roster <laughs> yes. of, of dicks is is nice, but you got no wedding rings. No, but they got NBA rings. So. As your side chick. I'm not though. This dude proposed to me before, so uh-huh. <laughs> before just, or after the orgasm. We never even did anything for real. For real. I just you know, but yeah. that was it. Hmm. Now was this? And, and all joking aside. Mm-hmm. Was this when you were in college, or was it? No, it was well after college, sweetie. I last year, kind of like last and year. And is he? Did he play professional sports or like Canadian basketball? He was a drug dealer, but then he went to the NBA. And okay, on and if you turned him down, <laughs> oh my god, why? Because he got twelve kids and sixteen baby mamas, and I didn't want to marry that for real. You can't Either make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. So why in the hell would you you deserve what you get? That's why we laugh at women like you. I don't see what I funny. ask you if you want to be married, do you want to have kids? And when I ask you is do you think your husband's gonna be in this group of men who tend to live this lifestyle, you say yes, and that's what you openly pick for. Yeah. Instead of going over and dating men over on the business side, because here's the problem. You can't handle a man over here because you gotta be more than just cute. Well, I bring way more to the table than that. So. Well, then why are you why are you putting yourself in a group of men who you say do these things? Well, I mean because I in LA that's just what they, it is. So, excuse me. Why the dating scene? The, the dating scene is only NFL, NBA, music, and actors. That's the entire <laughs> dating scene. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. If you want somebody successful, otherwise you're gonna get an actor or somebody who want to be a rapper. And I make money, so I can't play. Well, I swear to God, I didn't. I didn't pay her. I swear to God, I didn't pay her. At the end of the day, like I don't want to have to. I need somebody who's established. I make good money. What did you, you? Did you go to college? Yes. Where Where'd you graduate from? ICDC. What do you do for a living? OnlyFans. And there you have it, folks. The unrealistic expectations. She has this expectation to date an athlete, a musician, or whatever the heck it was, and she's on OnlyFans. You attract what you are, and I think sometimes people have a very unrealistic idea and lack of self-awareness of what they actually bring to something. Just because you're cute does not mean that you deserve to be with an NFL player. You gotta bring some other things to the table. I reacted to a fresh and fit video all about this. This girl was saying, they asked her what she brought to the table and she legitimately answered sex, being in lingerie, inspiration. I mean, it was just the most laughable thing I've ever watched. I actually had a very hard time keeping a straight face and I... And this is something I think that we actually have a lot of problems with um, both men and women, guys. Like this is not specific to one or the other. These unrealistic expectations coupled with the fact that we haven't actually done, we haven't actually developed ourselves. Like it's like we're expecting this uh, angel to drop into our lives and we are a very underdeveloped man child or woman child and it's like it's just totally not reasonable first of all it's unreasonable that you're expecting perfection to land in your lap and second of all like you're expecting perfection to land in your lap with lap without you even doing any work on yourself it's like you're i love how she said there you become what you attract and that's just super good um to keep in mind when you're looking to enter the dating landscape up today let's keep going though and see what she says 
Hi guys, I want to take a quick break and tell you about an opportunity that you guys have as listeners to become subscribers of this podcast. Now, in order to become a sub, all you have to do is follow the subscribe link in the show notes found in the description of each episode. And when you subscribe, you'll get access to exclusive material, including additional interviews, all of my spoken word poetry pieces, all of my dramatized allegorical short stories, and even more of my article readings, okay? So lots of content will be available to you that won't be available to anyone else. Subscribing to the show only costs $5 a month, which is less than most people spend on their lunch at work every day, okay? So you won't even notice it disappearing from your bank account. If you enjoy listening to the show and you're looking for an opportunity to financially support the content you care about, this is your chance, okay? Follow the link in the show notes to become a sub. Thank you so much for choosing this show to listen to and now without further ado let's get back to the episode because it's just ridiculous do i think men have an unrealistic expectation too absolutely but today we're talking about women it's baffling if you want a 10 you got to be a 10 in some way shape or form same goes for you guys so keep that in mind i think this unrealistic expectation that is on social media that we think should be in our relationships It's like one person makes a mistake and you think that they're the worst ever because you think the person you're with should be perfect. No, a relationship comes with so much forgiveness. I don't think people realize that. No one's perfect. And if you go into everything you do thinking it should be perfect, you will always be disappointed. Oh, I love that she said that here. Have you guys ever heard the idea, then this is a common idea in mainstream Christianity, that people are not ready to get married, or people are not ready to have children, or people are not ready to enter this new phase of life that God has actually designed them to enter. And the problem with that is you're never going to be actually 100% ready. There's always room for improvement. You know, when I look back into history, I don't look, look at how many times God has used people and flowed through people who are not perfect themselves. In fact, they were in pretty awful situations, but he still did these amazing things through them. And it's almost like at some point, it's just not about being ready. It's about being willing. And then once you take that step, that leap of faith, then you actually begin learning. Then you actually begin developing. And that's when good things start coming your way is because you are willing to take the step. You're willing to step out in faith. So I love that she said that here. This, the advice she's giving has better implications for the Christian dating life than most Christian advice I hear coming out of churches today. This is, this video has been infinitely better than the, um, the review I did on the Christian video guys. And that's, that's pretty shocking to me. I mean, this, here, this woman, I don't think, I don't know if she's a Christian or not. She hasn't said anything to suggest she is. Um, but here we have better dating advice coming from her than we do from the mainstream Christian community. These, these famous people and not that the, the, la- the dating advice in the last video I reviewed was bad. It wasn't bad. It was just so cliche. And that the solutions presented in it were not really solving problems. If you listen to what this woman is saying and you implement this in your life, in other words, if you stop having ridiculously high expectations and you're willing to develop yourself, if you expect a 10, you better be a 10. If you actually implement that in your life, you are going to begin having so much more success. You're going to begin having so much more, um, just better, uh, you'll be better off. So I just love that she's saying that. And, it, and this should be really a wake-up call to the Christian community. We need to start putting out much better dating advice than we are instead of just regurgitating the same dating advice that we've heard over and over and over and over, especially when that dating advice is not working. I'm all about tradition. I'm all about preserving the beautiful elements of things that are passed down through the generations. I'm all about looking to the ancient paths for wisdom. I am not about continuing and perpetuating cycles of dating advice that do not work and that reflect a shocking amount of ignorance regarding the modern modern dating landscape. 
we need to have better Christian dating advice than we do today. Let's keep going though and see what she says. And always fall short in everything you do. Problem number two is that there are too many options. So again, with the rise of social media and dating apps and online dating, you kind of have the world at your fingertips. And while that's amazing for certain things in life, I think it's actually really hurting the dating game because... Dude, she she's on fire here. This is exactly what we talked about in the a couple episodes ago, the paradox of choice and how or not the paradox the paralysis of choice and we talked about how there was a social experiment done with uh, a mall kiosk selling jam and they they offered one jam and a few people bought it but not everybody bought it they offered three jams uh, there are a few people bought it not everybody bought it they offered six jams and people bought the most jams in that stack but then they went higher they, they offered 25 different jam selections and very few very few people ever bought a jam because they simply had too many options to decide. And when you have too many options to decide, you're afraid you're missing out on a better one and you can't commit. You can't make up your mind. And that is exactly what has happened in the modern dating landscape today with online dating, with the amount of people you have access to through social media and the internet, you have access to like 7 billion people. Okay. And the simple fact is those people are not all realistic options for you for a huge number of reasons. First of all, they're probably not all believers and believers believe in not being unequally yoked. Second of all, they're not all your age. Third of all, uh, thirdly, they're male and female. So those that already cuts it all down. But even after all those cut downs, there's so many people that you have access to because of improved transportation today. You can just travel to a different country and have access to a million more people. A long time ago, when you had limited t- transportation and the internet was not a thing, you had to select a mate based on your immediate community. That was how it was done. And people were happy and they were able to get married and make a choice and commit and not feel regret, regret. But because we have so many options today, we're afraid of missing out on Mr. Perfect, Mrs. Perfect. And we're afraid of committing because of of something that might be better, quote unquote, better out there. Guys, I just love that she's saying that here. So good. So good. Because it's making it like a game. It's making it so you have so many options. It's like a sea of men for women. Women have so many more options than men. It is astounding. And I'm being very transparent and honest when I say. Uh, She said there women have so many more options than men. It's astounding. That is actually true. I would say at least on the online dating scene, there's a statistic that I heard, uh, I can't remember how long ago, but women swipe right on 4% of the men who, who, they, who like them, and men swipe right on 60. So you have these men who are swiping right, not being, they're being, not, they're not doing everybody, they're not liking everybody, but they're swiping right on 60% of the women that come through their, their feed. And the women are only swiping right on 4%. So the women are saying, I would date 4% of these men. And the men are saying, I would date 60. That's something to keep in mind here. That's pretty astounding. Say that. I remember being on Tinder when I was younger. And the amount of matches and likes and super likes I would get a day was out of this world. And then I would talk to my guy friends. And they would be like, yeah, I got five matches today. And they're like a nice handsome man it's crazy the difference in how much easier it is for women than men on dating apps i would say part of the reason there too though is something that i've heard jordan peterson a clinical psychologist who's really making a splash in the um, world today especially on online through youtube and whatnot uh, he recently said that he actually said a lot that women have to be more particular and they actually should be because the consequences of sexual activity are greater for them they can have children men do not have to carry a child uh, women do and often 
today. Unfortunately, men are leaving the picture once a, ch- once a child enters the picture. So I do understand, in theory, why women are more picky and only swipe right on 4% of pe- potential matches through online dating. Uh, but I also think that part of that is a good deal of unrealistic expectation. Um, but I think that also plagues the men as well. I'm not just making that a, a woman issue. I think that's definitely a man issue as well. I see guys all the time who um, have unrealistic expectations, and then the they don't even really develop themselves as a as a healthy spouse, as a healthy partner. So it's it's truly heartbreaking to see. But I love that she's pointing that out here. We need to, we need to hear more stuff like that. This obviously leads to ghosting. I've seen a ton of guys talk about this that this happens to you a lot. This leads to people not being clear about their intentions, clear about their expectations. Just a lot of shady stuff going on. I found this article that was actually talking about, oh, the statistics of dating apps, and it says women swipe right on only 4.5% of guys on Tinder, and men swipe right on 62% of women. She literally just repeated the statistic that I just told you guys a second ago that Jordan Peterson gave. So that's clearly a well-known statistic. This is a t- I heard that from Jordan Peterson. She got that from a different place, but it's still the same thing, which means it's pretty. Un- it's an undisputed number. It's an undisputed reality. So guys, think about the implications of that. Uh, on online dating, your odds as a dude are really low. And I've definitely experienced that. I've done online dating before, and I see benefits to it, advantages to it. Um, but I also think a lot of people on there are not really serious about what they're doing. Like, it's really just kind of like a game to, do th- to them, like something they do when they're bored, honestly. They, like, set it up. They, they, they don't even want to be in a relationship. They don't even really want to meet people. They just set it up as, like, part of their obligation as somebody who's on Facebook. It's like, what? I don't understand. So I, uh, I definitely feel for the dudes out there who are in the online dating market, but also uh, the girls, too, because I know there are a lot of uh, shady dudes on, on, on uh, like, all, all the dating platforms, which is why some of them like Bumble have the woman message first now. Uh, so it's just funny to see how culture is adapted to try and uh, fix these problems. But in the end, we're still seeing a lot of problems in the online dating market. But I'm not saying it's irredeemable. Some of my best friends have found their spouse through online dating. I'm not going to come down hard on it at all. I'm just saying that uh, these numbers are something to be aware of when you're going to enter that realm. That is insane. The difference is insane. If the average man, under average conditions, wants 99% certainty that he'll receive a reply to a message online, he will need to send at least 114 messages. Women only have to send 25. The top 10% of men clean up, monopolizing the attention of most women, while the bottom 50% of men are fighting for the attention of less than 5% of women. In one study, when an attractive woman swiped right on all men, she got 600 matches in 4 hours. The apps are just designed to be so competitive for men. Like, all my guy friends had to pay for, like, Tinder Gold or, like, the packages. And I never had to pay for anything like that a day in my life. It's so much easier for women. And I know a lot of you guys are going to get mad at me saying that, but it's so true. It's so much easier. It's like designed to be that way. It makes you feel bad about yourself. It's just awful. And I met my boyfriend on Tinder when we were younger. So, I mean, it worked for me. I think Tinder success stories are very far and few between and online dating in general, but also think about the fact that we have less in-person connections now and more online connections. Some people have no friends and only talk to people online. Think about meeting a potential partner through, say, a mutual friend. If you don't have any friends, how are you going to meet a partner through a friend? You don't have any. 
and this is another great point that I would point out here, guys. Uh, I would say it is really important to develop a friend group. Um, that is incredibly important for this reason, even if only for this reason. There are others as well, but it is super important to develop a network because what will happen when you grow older is when you start looking for a spouse, if the people in your network or in your immediate circles do not want to date you, you're going to have a problem because those, if you don't have a large enough network, if you don't know how to engage with people and expand your network, you're going to run out of options quick. And it is a, I've been in that position and it is super hard. Okay. It was not a position that I would, um, that I would put on anybody, not my worst enemy, not anybody. It is a bad place to be. You want to know a lot of people. That's the best way to go. So this less in-person connection is making people rely more on an online connection and it's heavily sided towards women. Men have to try so much harder. I guarantee if I made a fake profile as a man for a day, like as an average man, I would not get a fraction of the attention that I would get on a dating app going on as myself. For a lot of people, as our online lives increase, our in-person real-life lives decrease, which is just crazy to think about, and I think it's impacting a lot of people very negatively. I think it does a lot of positive things for a lot of people, but for people who have a hard time making relationships and friendships, it's very difficult, and I understand that. Another thing here, too, is that when you're a woman on a dating app, you have so many options in front of you. It's like the men have to be so competitive in order to even get your attention because how are they going to stand out in a sea of messages from other men? So the top percentages of guys are getting all the attention, like it mentioned before. And also, if a girl's talking to you but also messaging new people, she has so many other options out there. It's like having the world at your fingertips, like I said. I mean, you could just easily find someone else to talk to. Women have no problem at all. So I think a lot of you guys get very upset when, you know, you start talking to a girl and things are going really well and you're messaging and then she ghosts you. Chances are it's because she's talking to someone else that she met because it's so much easier to find that next person. It's like having a roster. <laughs> Call Her Daddy talked about it. Alex Cooper talked about it. About having like a roster of people to talk to. It's sick. It's crazy. This next point here is a very big one and that is the war between men and women. And I see this a lot online, on Reddit, on YouTube, on TikTok. If I had a dollar for every video I saw that said something about hating men or all men being the same, I could retire. Dude, I am loving this video. Holy cow. Um, you need to go follow this person on YouTube. Her name's Courtney Ryan. Again, four of the biggest problems with modern dating and how to fix them. Absolutely been astounded by how good this video is so far. You need to go follow this person. They clearly know what they're saying. I haven't heard dating like advice like this online for a very long time. 100% <laughs> recommend this. I will definitely link this in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. If you are a young man or woman and you are looking to prioritize marriage and family, um, I don't know if this is a channel for believers or not. I don't know if she's a Christian or not, but I mean, the advice is stellar, so it doesn't matter. I would say it's still a really good advice, even for young believers, uh, but it sounds like she's just addressing everybody here, not specifically young believers, but again, um, highly recommend this person based on, based on this video. Holy cow, it's very good. There are a lot of men that hate women. There are a lot of women who hate men, and it's only dividing us further. It's only putting a bigger gap between us, and if you go into something with that mindset of thinking, all men are the same, I hate men, do you think you're gonna find a good man? And the same thing goes for you guys that think that about women. And I think a lot of times when you're watching this very negative content, 
all the time and this is the only type of women you're seeing, the only type of content you're consuming, it makes you think that all women are a certain way. And it's understandable why you guys would have a negative view on it because it's all you're seeing. I was talking with Hafiz about this when I did the Roommates podcast interview and he was saying that, you know, the good women are the quiet ones and not, not saying that women should be quiet, but they're not the ones that are posting all the negative stuff online. The unhappy women who hate everyone and everything are the ones that are the loudest, that are complaining about everything, that are giving women a bad name. I see it all the time on the Fresh and Fit podcast. A lot of the women they have on are questionable. Not because of the things they decide to do, but the way they speak about things, the way they speak about themselves, the way they speak about the opposite sex. It's embarrassing. So it's understandable that you guys see that and think a certain way, especially if that's all that you're viewing, all that you're seeing all the time. So not only do you think this way, but then you're being bombarded with content that is justifying you feeling that way and making you feel like you should feel that way. It's going to make it worse. Just because you had one or a couple really bad experiences with people of the opposite sex, men or women, does not mean that every person on earth sucks. Having that negative mindset will ruin your life. It will ruin your relationships, your friendships. Anything positive that could come out of your life will just be so negative. This has just become like an epidemic. I've seen it so much on TikTok, just really all of these videos talking about how men are the worst, how men are awful, and the comments are full of women just bashing men. But then you see on the flip side, a video a man makes about, you know, something crappy that maybe a woman did and he gets destroyed. It's such a double standard. And then it's gotten to the point where it's even worse because if you're a woman that talks about, you know, sometimes women do not so great things too and I think we should hold each other accountable here, people call you a pick-me girl. And then all this toxic femininity comes into play. And it's like, so then women don't want to speak up because they don't want to seem like a pick-me girl when in reality, just because you're a woman who thinks manipulating and being awful is not okay does not make you a pick-me girl. It makes you a good human. So let's not get it twisted. And number four, what do women want? Well, if we're being totally honest, I think women want someone that makes them feel safe and secure, whether this be financially or emotionally. I don't want to generalize and say every single woman wants these things, but I think a lot of women because of social media and these unrealistic standards and really just how women have evolved also in the workplace and education want a man who has a higher social status, educational status, financial status than they do. Which, if women are already doing substantially well, then it's like the top 20% of men that they're going after because those are the only ones that are doing better in those areas than they are. Mm, this is just something that I definitely see girls having a hard time with in today's culture. So it's like if you work on yourself as a woman and you make a lot of money or you get a really high level of education, like a doctorate or something, or maybe perhaps you uh, work out a lot or uh, just any any area of life that you put a lot of work into you, and you want the man that you're interested in and um, potentially marrying to be above you on that, then you, your options are definitely going to be limited because you put in so much work, which almost in a way discourages uh, self-improvement. But at the same time, uh, it's just so important to you're developing yourself as a spouse too. Uh, hopefully all of the men and women, young men and women listening to the show are doing that. So it's almost like um, if you, I would love to see more people picking somebody on your level, absolutely, but sometimes having, that can even bleed into the unrealistic expectations if you make a lot of money and you're expecting to marry a millionaire because you want somebody who makes more than you. I mean, sorry, that really limits your pool. <laughs> so I just, uh, there are problems with this as well. Same thing with height. A lot of girls will not uh, date a guy who is shorter than them 
In fact, that's I think that's one of the number one things women notice first. It's like hands, height, uh, build, eyes. That's like the first things they notice about a man. And the the height is a deal breaker for them. They will not date men who are shorter than them. And what what happens is if you're tall, that really narrows the uh, the options that you have as a as a woman as a girl. So I can see the uh, the the pickle that a lot of girls are in today in that regard as well. And of course, again, I'm not saying every woman wants this. I know women who are dating men that make around the same as them or who are kind of on the same level as them, but I don't know a single woman. I'm be, I'm being 100% honest and transparent here. I don't know a single woman who is dating someone that makes less money than they do. Unless that guy is like in school, going to school so that they can make more money than her. Women want to feel safe. Women want to feel secure. And I think this makes it very hard for a lot of men who are doing regular jobs that really are fine. Maybe they're making $50,000, but the girl is making seventy-five, and she won't even look your direction. And again, I think this ties into the unrealistic standards thing of wanting things to be 50-50 and equal, but then they want someone who is making a million dollars. It's like, okay, well, if you want to be equal, we should be bringing the same thing to the table. But most of the time, that's not what they want. And of course, there are some women who really will be with you because they love you and they don't necessarily care about how much money you're making, but they want to feel secure, whatever that looks like for them. And of course, some women some women view security in different ways. One woman who wants a luxury, luxurious lifestyle might think that you need to be making $300,000. Another girl who is perfectly happy living in a regular size house with a regular car and a very normal, great, still great life might be okay with you making 50. And the most important thing, which is why I stress this so much on my channel, is to find a partner who has goals, ideas of success, and values that align with yours because that is the foundation for a successful, healthy relationship. On point, did you hear the things you just said there? Uh, Values, goals, these are the things that we really need to have, be looking for in a potential partner. She's really hitting so many nails on the head here in the regards to what we should be looking for as young men and young women today. This is an awesome video. Again, I would just highly encourage you guys to follow this person if this is an indication of their other videos, which I think it is. You guys have to be in alignment on those things or someone's always going to be disappointed and it's just going to be the worst. I think this has just made the dating pool a lot smaller and you guys are right when it's like, the majority of women are going after the same group of men that fit these categories. And guys who, you know, live at home or don't make that much money or aren't in shape or attractive are at the bottom of the totem pole. So the best advice I can give all of you guys who are struggling with dating, I've just laid out a ton of the problems with modern dating. Do I agree with everything? Absolutely not. Do I wish things were different? Absolutely I do. But unfortunately, I think these are the harsh realities of what dating looks like today. And if you don't want to participate in it at all, I totally get it. But if you're someone who is like, you know, I still really would like to have a family someday. I would like to get married. I would like to have kids. Then you have to figure out a way to level up your life to a point where you are someone that people would want to be with. I think that's the best advice I can give you is to look at yourself and think, would I want to date myself? Because there was a time in my life when looking back, I would not have wanted to date myself. I had no idea what I wanted in my life. I had no idea what my purpose was, what my passions were. I was not a great partner because I was not a great me. So I think in order to be a good partner, in order to be someone that people would want to be with, you have to be the best version of yourself. So the best advice I can give is to really just try to improve your life in any area where you feel like it's lacking. And I know that's very easy to say, 
but you can do anything. If you want something bad enough, you can do it. So if you're someone who's overweight and really unhappy with the way that you look, let's get in shape. Let's work out. Let's go to the gym. Let's go for a run. Get your body in a place where it makes you feel more confident because I promise being physically in shape will give you the confidence to take over the world. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, including women. So that's not just for you guys. I think that's for everyone. And it's not about looking a certain way. It's about feeling a certain way. Look good, feel good, right? The next step would be to dress well. Show up for yourself. If you're someone who's like, I don't know what to wear. I don't, I have no idea what to wear. I am the worst with style. I have so many fashion videos on my channel to help you guys out that are great for beginners, that are great for starters, but you need to start showing up for yourself. Throw away the high school jerseys, throw away the high school t-shirts and basketball shorts. Get yourself some nice clothes. They don't have to be expensive, but just learn how to show up for yourself and leave a good first impression because that will make a huge difference when you're dating. So work on yourself, and everything will fall into place. So guys, if you like this video or found it helpful, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel to be in the loop for when I release new content. Awesome, and that is where she closes this video off. This was a stellar dating advice video. I have not seen something so sound in reasoning, sound in logic, uh, with such good advice, wisdom, in this, in, as I have in this video in a long time. Guys, there's not much dating advice out there like this. Um, top marks top marks very little critique at all on my end absolutely enjoyed it it was super fun something in a way it was less fun because i didn't get a laugh at the dating advice coming out of the mouth of this person a lot so uh but this was a super good video i hope you guys enjoyed we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up though because we have gone about 10 minutes over but just take that extra 10 minutes as a little gift to your weekend um, and i hope you guys enjoyed thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next time